I'm Melissa and you're listening to The Vocalista Podcast. The Vocalista Podcast is all about bringing to you, vocally, all things life. Sit back and enjoy. Hello everybody, welcome back. It's me, your host, Melissa. So today, oh, you know, this is one of my favourite days. Basically, um... Yesterday was International Women's Day and this is coming out the day after but still very relevant because every day we should be celebrating women and everything to do with them. So basically if you don't know, you may not know, yes International Women's Day is basically a day of celebration of women and their achievements, whether they are a high profile woman or your mother, your auntie, whatever, and just celebrating women and everything they do that they do in the world, um, all that great stuff. So, I kind of just wanted to talk about oh, my voice. I kind of just wanted to talk about women. Okay, I'm a woman. Um, I identify as a woman. I love being a woman. Um, I think the two things I'd never change about myself is being a woman and being black and those are my two like main identifiers whatever and being a woman has so is is just an amazing thing I think also the idea of us I mean obviously I hate not I hate but I think us being who we are as women and having such an impact on the world and the things we bring to the world is just so incredible especially the the gift of um bringing life into the world obviously that's a very mean we are the only people who can do it as in humans female humans women women female yes female humans are the only person <laughs> why was i my brain are the only people who can actually um born like as in genetic not genetically biologically people who are biologically women inside are the only ones who can obviously bring life into the world which i think is an amazing thing whatever um yeah what we bring to the table our outlook on life so many things that were invented by women whatnot um actually i'm trying to think what women invented not gonna lie i'm very bad at like invention knowledge i just i'm more about what people have done i don't know about like inventors and whatnot which is probably very bad but one i can talk about is oh what was her name the black woman who um helped the u.s go to the moon she was a nasa mathematician if you guys have watched i nearly said the help it's not the help um that movie with Taraji P. Henson, Hennison, and it's Viola Davis in that. Oh, oh my god, this is how I know I'm so bad at remembering movies. What's it's not? Oh, let me think, 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 let me think. I'm gonna get him. Basically, in that movie, yeah, um, the woman is the first woman, this is the first woman to send men to the moon. Um, uh, yeah. NASA, black NASA movie. I love the way it's gonna come up. Hidden figures. I say, obviously, people know that hidden figures wasn't even that accurate. Oh, it's with Taraji P Henson and Octavia Spencer. So those are the two women who actually sent people to the moon. Taraji P Henson plays Katherine Johnson, who is, um, yeah, the first. Her, her. There's three of them together, but I don't remember who the other woman is because there's three of them. 
but yeah um Katherine Johnson was the one who I think she was like the main person who pioneered them going to the moon I think why they focus more on her is because um she's actually still alive I think the other two ladies have passed away I'm not too sure but like in interviews and stuff and when they talk about this movie when it came out and just afterwards the person who was brought up the most was um Katherine Johnson who is played by Taraji P. Henson oh she was in she's she's been in many movies don't need to say in many tv shows oh wow that is my alarm that's my bedtime alarm that's how you know this is very very late for me anyways yes i wanted to talk about yeah that's one person that can come to mind when i think about like women who have done amazing things which is bad but uh, in terms of like past figures but in our modern day current climate also i'm like yeah the ones that i know now seeing them as i've been growing up i'm going to be talking about them actually and they're all from different backgrounds and whatnot so i think it's about maybe six yeah about six of them i'm going to just talk about them talk about them and what they've done and how they are amazing women on this um international women's day so yeah let me who should i start with i think like they're all really really amazing and they kind of they've done completely they do completely different things and they i'm going to talk about them because they've inspired me and i've learned a lot from them and yeah they're from different walks of life they're on different i guess platforms they do different things um yeah so the first one i'm actually going to talk about i i found her on tiktok um her name is Kayula Nova. Mm. I feel like with TikTok, you probably don't know somebody's name, but you can recognize them and what they've done. So this woman, um, she is an indig- in- in- indigenous woman. Yes. Um, she's she's from the Inu- in- um Oh my God, I sound like an idiot. The in- Inuit tribe or the Enoch tribe. She, that's what she put in her bio when I was um, beforehand when I was reading about the Inuits, the Enoch tribe. I knew about them before actually. Um, so if you didn't know, the Inuit tribe are a group of people who are culturally similar, indigenous people inhabiting the Arctic regions of Greenland, Canada, and Alaska, which is obviously in the US. And yeah, they are basically obviously they are indigenous people of those lands, and there is honestly not that many of them left sadly um yeah there's 150,000 thereabouts and they live in Canada Greenland Denmark and the US in Alaska mostly in Alaska flipping out what I really really loved about her and why I'm talking about her now is the fact that I did know about um throat singing and she's a throat singer and sorry keep burping really bad gas yes she's a throat singer and basically a throat singer is somebody um they use their their vocal cords to obviously sing and make like um noises i'm not explaining this right but noises and like it's a traditional thing that they've been carried down through centuries to communicate to worship um their gods um which are in the inuit um tribe that they worship you know they do them i think around like when there's celebrations and whatnot or just to communicate with each other which i think is an amazing thing because compared to sadly you know because of so many things and like you know 
their land being destroyed and that's probably why so many of them there's hardly any of them left um because of them land being destroyed by <sighs> we we know what but yeah capitalism the white man etc etc <laughs> um yeah the fact that this tradition has actually stayed on for so long i think remember one of her videos i watched very early on she was like she actually just learned to throw sing in the past year or two and she said it's like brought her so much closer to her tribe and her mum because now they're both able to do something that was carried on from like the her mum's like great grandmother so her great great grandmother and stuff like that which i think is amazing because i think traditions in any family or whatnot is so so important to keep on so yeah i find her um i said she's inspirational because she has educated so many more people i feel like she has 100 followers and i feel like a lot of them had no idea what um an inuit throw singer was right or that the art of throat singing and obviously because you know in institutions that we are in school family whatnot stuff like this isn't really talked about especially because of the way that you know um native native people no that's not what i mean um indigenous sorry i the word native is not right the um the way that indigenous people have been treated obviously it's not really talked about in schooling or education because you know not wanting to own up to what's happened to people of this world but i feel like her bringing awareness to what this is is amazing incredible she's like amazing yeah her at on um tiktok is kayula nova and the u has two u there's two u's anyways yeah she's amazing um i really 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 enjoy her videos and i feel like her showing her connection with her mum also makes it more like spiritual for me because it's like she's doing something so like close to her heart and so close to who she is and her people with her mother which she never used to do um before so i feel like she's very inspirational she's educated so many more people and just inspirational because she's keeping up something that is a part of her her identity and who she is and i think it's really important to keep up like ancestral um practices not just so they don't die out but to you know stay in contact with your ancestors i believe in a lot of that kind of stuff like you know staying in contact with your ancestors through practices that you can do and just like um say like say as a thanks to for them doing what they did all those years ago and allowing you to be here right now because i think sometimes we forget about like how much our ancestors are involved in what how what our life is like right now but yeah so that's the first person i want to talk about i love her love her lover kayula nova um in her bio on tiktok she has a lot of other links so you can go check them out like about um in your um inuits and throat singing and like her youtube channel and some articles she's written for different um, newspapers and stuff like that um yeah the next person i'm going to be talking about um is bernardine um Ivaristo. now bernardine Ivaristo is a god my throat bernardine Ivaristo is a biracial british woman i'm going to look about i'm going to look up what she's mixed with because i don't want to get it wrong because i like to be accurate with my information but yeah she is a um 
biracial woman she oh she oh, let me tell you about her so basically her most famous book um which is what i've read girl woman of them which she wrote in 2018 2019 and um yes it won the a prize in 2019 which is amazing the booker prize is one of the most highly regarded prizes a author can get and she won the british book award awards author of the year and fiction book of the year in 2020 which is crazy and she also won the indie book of the award for fiction which is interesting because i wouldn't really say this book is fiction but nonetheless who am i i'm not an author or a book awarder yeah (laughs) and um what was i gonna say yes she also won the sunday times bestseller for five weeks which um she was the first woman of color and maybe yeah the first woman of color to achieve the position this position um as a fiction book she was she spent 44 weeks in the top 10 44 weeks is basically a year and for somebody of color especially um in the writing world you you can just know the books that advertise most time are not written by people of color especially a black woman so for this black woman to be in the charts for that long is amazing the the literature world is very hard to get into as a black woman so I applaud her as a black woman, especially as a biracial woman as well, writing what she's written. Um, the book is amazing. It's basically about the stories of f- uh, maybe five, six other women and their journeys as um, black women growing up in um, Britain at different time periods and their stories basically is fiction, but it's very, very telling that a lot of people have probably gone through the experiences that these women's these women have gone through um it's an amazing amazing book i highly recommend it and she is inspirational because as as alongside her writing these books oh she's also written mr loverman that's a really good book that's a really good book as well i've read that it's basically about um a man who a black um caribbean man i want to say he's from trinidad i don't remember who is homosexual and his hidden relationship with his best friend for over 50 years and he's also married to a woman you know i think we all know in black um black culture homosexuality is not really accepted especially in the caribbean as well so that story was really amazing um she's also written blonde roots which is basically a dystopian society where black people are um the superior quotation mark superior race and white and white people aren't and that kind of story um that book gives me and yeah that book gives me very much um noughts and crosses kind of vibes so if you like noughts and crosses by mallory blackman you'll probably like this book it's called blonde roots amazing 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 and yeah her achievements are pretty amazing so i'm just going to read them now she's got lifetime fellowships um she's a fellow of the royal society of literature 2004 fellow of royal society um royal society of arts fellow of english association rose burford college of theater st anne's college oxford um she's oh my gosh there's a lot of stuff oh she's yeah she has she got an obe in last year which replaced her mba which she got in 2009 she's written um documentaries um her books two of her books were adapted into plays um wow this is this is she's done a lot but yeah her books incredible and i feel like the stories of writing um for a a, a, like a biracial woman 
the books that she's written are crazy 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 so I really really I I love her she's an inspiration just doing what she's done in um in her work of her field where like I said women were black women or not really black women or women who are of black heritage some sort are not really supposed to be writing and what she's writing as well is very controversial material because of um the nature of them a lot of them talk about race or um different topics that then interrelate with race it's very important for something like this to be around um yes (laughs) i want to see her background her name is bernadine ann mobulaji everister now why do i feel like (sighs) come on come on come on come on come biography oh okay oh okay this reflects actually one of the um the stories in the book that i was talking about the first one which is called oh, i'm so bad at names of books girl woman other yes her dad is nigerian i guess that's where mobilaji comes from and her mother was white english which is crazy no oh wow okay everisto is a nigerian name i did not know that wow okay cool yeah so her dad um her dad came to britain in 1949 wow and he became the first black councillor in the borough of greenwich for the labor party wow okay this makes sense her paternal grandfather was a yoruba aguda 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 which is oh a descendant of the freed afro-brazilian slaves who left brazil and settled in nigeria that is crazy i didn't even know who those were who sailed from brazil to nigeria which was probably a long time ago yeah and then her grandmother was from um her paternal grandmother so her dad's mom was from nigeria that is crazy and her mum's great-grandfather was german and her mum's great-grandmother was irish i don't know why i'm going through a whole thing but um i feel like i'm just trying to say she's mixed from different places which is pretty cool but yeah she's an inspiration she's done so much and her advocacy for black female rights and um protecting the femme body is like incredible like if you go on her instagram she has so many things and annie mcmar oh no 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 annie mcmarcus or annie marcus the dj um podcaster author i'm gonna say her name right also interviewed her so if you if you like annie annie mcmanus she's a dj broadcaster podcaster she also interviewed bernadine like i think two months ago so if you want to listen to the podcast you can just go to changes by annie mcmanus on any platform it's like i'm plugging her or go to her instagram and you can probably see a couple clips from their interview but yeah amazing amazing woman bernadine everisto go check out her work her books i highly highly recommend i've been talking about her for a long time okay so the next person i'm going to talk about i'm speaking so fast but anyways um somebody actually found really really recently she is a black a black i i can't even say what she does because she does so many things so um actually she's a lot she's been in the press a lot recently because she was on sky news and she and another doctor who's very um um big in the black 
community were talking okay let me I'm gonna find her name so she was talking with um Dr. Shola but the person who I'm talking about specifically is Kalechi Okafor I sound like I don't know how to pronounce her name and I don't Kalechi Okafor I think she has more names but her handle is Kalechi Kalech Nikov okay I I sound so dumb anyways Kalechi Okafor she is in everything she is an award-winning person podcaster creator she is a dancer she is a um she's an entertainer she's a a a writer probably said that she is hilarious and she she's really into fitness and whatnot um why i love her so much because she is unapologetically her i feel like a lot of people these days are on the hype of talking about a lot of shit like like yes right blm yes this is happening rights for all um live liberty whatever but this woman does not give a damn oh my gosh so when i found her which was maybe like two months ago now two three months ago yeah end of 2020 um it was basically one of her videos if you guys have seen her she is yeah she had braids and she was just out she was after a run and she's basically told about um how black women are basically underpaid like you like when brands reach out to black influencers they're like oh we'll pay you an exposure exposure which is basically you don't pay you you just get famous from this post because obviously they just don't want to pay black creators because like they're not worth it enough and she was basically saying um pay black people black females what they are earned you can't just say exposure that pays them they are more than that and if you don't want to do that shit like fuck off because you pay us what you're us we we are our our personalities our content is not for free kind of thing and that really intrigued me because i was like yes because i see a lot of these brands as being like exposure and that's it that's all they want these um black creators to you know um have so i've just been following her podcasts are amazing and why i find her very inspirational like i said she's outspoken but she's very knowledgeable in different different spheres she talks a lot about um obviously black lives matter stuff the um, white supremacy in britain in america i think she's well traveled as well so she speaks about different countries she speaks about a lot of what's going on in asia um what goes on in africa yeah she's also nigerian i think she was born here i'm not too sure but yeah um she talks a lot about um um black female mortality and pregnancies and whatnot and um, also she's a mum, so that kind of relates why she talks about that so much and um yes i love her she's also like she doesn't care about what she shows to people like she she has a dance studio she's a dancer and oh, oh my gosh she's amazing she has a book as well which i actually need to read oh no she's got a i think a chapter or a bit in her book um which i'm really gonna it's gonna i'm gonna read um it's called who's loving you love stories of women of color edited by saritha dominico dom dominico and yeah kalechi is amazing like please listen to her podcast they're like like 50 to one hour but they're so informative and she talks so much about like different cultural issues and she's hilarious by the way kalechi is so so funny she was even on sky news the other day and talking about the megan and harry situation and how um the royal family is a racist institution itself and she went in like i feel like a lot of people would be a bit they would turn back or they would not say as much as kalechi said 
um, in a Sky News interview or panel because of the nature of Sky News and seen by millions of people. Blah, blah, blah. But she didn't care. She wasn't speaking like she was speaking to a friend. She was like, yes, the system is very racist. The fact that Megan had to go through all of that and the fact that Megan is even a biracial woman. What if the somebody that Harry was married to was a um fully black how how would have the reaction been then etc etc so yes she went in her and dr shalal so they were on that panel they just basically cussed everybody and didn't give a fuck which i really really enjoy that's why i love kalechi she's outspoken educated speaks her mind informs in a very like easy digestible manner which i think some creators don't really do that as much and for me when i'm reading stuff on social media i kind of like it to be easy i like my more i guess complicated um readings or information to be in the journals and articles that i read in my outside time like when i'm being an academic i like my stuff to be like complicated if I'm like on Instagram, please, I don't want to be reading like hard, complicated words. Like I want those kind of two worlds to be separate. So I like the fact that Kalechi makes everything really digestible. Even if you aren't into all the academic stuff, you can still get everything that she's talking about. But yeah, love Kalechi, amazing woman. The next person I'm going to be talking about is, um, you guys probably know her, Rupi, Rupi Kaur. I can't, yeah, this is really embarrassing that these names I can't even pronounce, but no one embarrass me rupee Kaur. she's an indian born canadian poet illustrator and author she came to fame on instagram and tumblr through sharing her short visual poetry now i think i actually did find rupee on tumblr probably 2014 really 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 old times like if 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 you're like 15 16 which you're probably not because my demographic is 18 plus but if you're 15 16 you probably never used tumblr and that's really sad obviously i did i was into tumblr and whatnot so i think that's actually where i found rupee and basically she is a poet and the sh- i think I don't know if she's written like a fully fledged book i don't i don't know um i think she has anyways poet she's amazing poet basically uh the book i found her where i found her from was her first i think really really famous book milk and honey which was basically a collection of short poems talking about a lot of different things oh yeah it was her debut novel oh my gosh in 2014 i knew i found one tumblr because i said 2014 tumblr did i i think i did that was a long time ago it sold over three million copies basically the book talks about um her, her her journey as being a woman in this world being a a a daughter of migrants being um an asian and and oh, she's indian yes she's indian an indian woman um her experiences whatnot i think she even talks about like her experiences being darker i don't know if she talks about it in this first book but i know i've seen that kind of stuff in her poetry she is an incredible poet for someone like me who poetry isn't really a thing that i read i i i I dabble in poetry but it's not (laughs) i don't really read poetry but yeah her poetry i think as well when i read it i actually hadn't experienced that much of the stuff in the book but made me learn so much about 
the journey of being a woman when I read it I was probably 13 and now I am 19 turning 20 so pretty much I have lived my whole teenage life after reading the book but what I learned from the book I think has stayed with me a lot and I read I've read a lot of books a lot of poetry I have a lot of but I've read a lot um, and the stuff from that book really stayed with me and really connected with me which is I think what books are supposed to do especially poetry is supposed to connect with you on a deeper level even more than a book does so her work is that the why she's inspirational because her work connects with your soul and I think as well what I enjoy is her stories also resonate with me because she is a daughter of a migrant she is of color and so forth so forth but i'll give you a little back information on her so like i said her debut book milk and honey what i read when i went to sell over three million copies worldwide and spent more than a year on the new york's best time seller list i remember this because it was like all over like um literature pages for ages like everyone would be reposting her stuff like if you know her she's an illustrator i'm pretty sure she draws her own illustrations with her poetry but she's um in into abstract fine line drawing so that's what you've probably seen like um an infographic not an infographic like a post of her work somewhere you probably didn't know it was her yes so the book she released afterwards um, was called the sun and her flowers which i read some of it which made her to be named as the B- on the bbc's 100 women solicit in 2017 then um end of last year she um released a collection called her own body and her work as okay i'm reading wikipedia but like wikipedia really helps for quick information just to, to you know eat up her work explores relationships and migrant experience like i said and sexual trauma yes I, that's also one thing i forgot to mention yes it, yeah her work is kind of triggering in terms of sexual trauma but the way she talks about it, i think is very inspirational and i really did enjoy that reading about something that at the time being 13 i didn't i knew a lot about but i didn't know the extent of it so i think that also taught me a lot about that kind of stuff yeah and it says she's considered to be at the forefront of insta poetry yeah that's what i was trying to say like when i said infographic i didn't mean infographic i meant like instagram poetry stuff that's reposted all the time yes oh she was oh the new republic named her as the writer of the decade oh wow artistry oh as in the gum no Gamuki um writing which is as a Sikh script which is used in Punjab India is the official Punjab in if the official script of the Punjab language basically she writes in lowercase which is the same as the Gamuki script which is crazy because like she writes this in her honor to way to honor her culture which is amazing um yeah her career it's actually her career is actually quite small because i mean since she's taken off it's like a short amount of time um crazy oh and her first book was self-published wow okay i don't know why i'm like crazy Oh, oh yeah i remember another thing as well what she posted she posted um a series of photographs 
I'm reading it as now I'm remembering. Like she posted a lot of pics um to Instagram basically, um showing her with menstrual bloods on her clothing and bed sheet, um, which was described as a visual piece of poetry and she was basically like um bigged up for what she did because obviously that's incredible and I think back then no one was really talking about period the way they do now and especially in like a very visual way with blood and everything that's crazy wow 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 I remember that because I remember seeing that I think I saw that on Tumblr and then when I followed her whatever equivalent of following I think it was following Tumblr Tumblr and then I saw her actual milk and honey and I have milk and honey I'm actually looking at it right now in my bookshelf and I'm going to I'm going to um read it again then I read The Sun and Her Flowers it's also a great book it was on the bestseller times list for 76 weeks that's over a year she brazy 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 and oh wow she moved back to her parents' house in Brampton during the pandemic, which is a city in Ontario, Canada. And, um, yes, I am going to read this new book, Homebody. But, yeah, like I said, why she's so inspirational to me, her portrayal of cult um, issues that women face on a daily basis through the lens of her ethnic background being a woman and the things that she faces and being a child of a migrant and sexual violence i am pretty sure i remember reading somewhere that she experienced herself she's an incredible poet oh my gosh like she's a reason i fell in love with poetry even though i was only 13 and probably didn't understand how touching poetry was i really really enjoyed her stuff and then i've got two more people left and you at the end will probably realize why i picked a variety of people like this the next person i'm going to be talking about is priscilla garcia jacquier i'm actually not going to talk about her too much because honestly i only discovered her like two weeks ago but why i'm talking about her you will understand priscilla let me let me let me let me get her up I like to have people's pages up when I start to talk about them so I have prompts to know what to say. Boom. She is Franco-Colombian, so from France and from Colombia. And the one thing that drew me to her first was a thing, um, a reel, no, an IGTV that she made with her black best friend called, I'm not going to find it, am I? This is very awkward. Called, 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 called. This thing better not play out loud. I knew it was from her friend called Sid yes and it was basically talking about um the idea of her being um not like white American okay there's no one even who's white American was basically the fact that you know some people when they are white passing kind of say but I'm not white I am Spanish or I am um not Spanish I am Latinx or whatever they identify as but she was basically her and her friend were talking about the fact that she is white passing what she experiences may not all be to do with the fact that she is white passing like because of her heritage background but most of it what she experiences is not because she's white passing i don't know if i explained that properly basically she's trying to say that people will probably say oh i experienced this no what am i trying to say 
Basically, she was just talking about the fact that people need to stop saying, I'm not white, I am this, this and this, when they are in fact white and what they experience is because of their whiteness and they don't she doesn't experience much and other people who look like her who may not identify as white they might identify as all the other identifiers but because of their complexion and the way that they're seen by the outside world that determines what they experience the same way with like black people you may be black but because of the way that the skin tone you experience different things um why i picked her that was a first video i really enjoyed and she also had a lot of in she's one of those people who like interview a lot of different people from different backgrounds and she's she's colombian so she interviews a lot of people from um yeah the colombian community and i really enjoyed her stuff because um like i said with um Kalechi, she does a lot of her stuff in digestible bits, which makes it easy to understand. And I think I didn't realize how much of like the um, the Latinx community, the issues in the Latinx community to do with like, you know, colorism and then, you know, with the Afro, the Afro-Latina people who also may not be considered as um, like as latin because of their complexion etc 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 so i learned a lot from her and the fact she's also she's been sober for i think she had a drink yes she had a drinking problem so she's been sober for a while so that was really inspirational she talked a lot about that as well in some of her videos but yeah definitely if you go check her out very inspirational i like the fact that she did this with her best friend and they were very very honest with each other and they did have a kind of conflict when they were talking but it was very still authentic so i enjoyed that um another okay oh this is the last person i'm going to talk about um i think i can talk about this person way more because i've followed them for a long time as not as long as like um my good sis rupee who doesn't even know who i am i wish she did though she's amazing i'm going to be talking about um mikai mcdermott so if you're from i mean no if you follow the british influencer world especially the black british influencer world you probably know her mikai mcdermott no yeah mikai mcdermott she is a historian influencer um also a fashion no fashion designer she has a, a clothing line a fashion line actually not a clothing line and um she i don't know what she i think she did her undergrad at work and she did her master's at lsc and she was basically studying um the i don't remember the exact name of her dissertation or her um her area of study but i know it was like f- to do with female history and why i find her inspirational because i have learned so much from her from her research into the cab carrot ooh that's rude why would you do that okay as people send me stuff um a lot of her research her no her research um into the black caribbean the the caribbean world and what black people in the caribbean face um through sexual exploitation and trafficking and the treatment of black femme bodies um in pregnancy in education 
especially for their education and so forth and how they're treated and whatnot and the treatment that they also face when they come over when they did come over to Britain in the 1950s during the Windrush era and whatnot and she is like really 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 educated I think even to do your master's at LSE you're very smart anyways LSE is London School of Economics um one of like the most top universities in the country and in the world especially for subjects around history and politics and she did history there I don't know you know I don't remember the specific name like I said but yeah and with like I said which I really enjoy is a lot of her stuff is like digestible pieces um I would say it's digestible as in like it's um short when she writes stuff like all her captions basically for her pictures she's an influencer at the end of the day so all her pictures have captions but a lot of them are to do with um educational captions so it will be talking about um the black femme body from different backgrounds so for example the caribbean africa etc etc but she also makes posts that are just generally about different stuff um i would say i can only understand a lot of this because i am in academia like i'm in university if you may and that's not necessarily saying you have to go to university to understand some of the stuff but a lot of this stuff i've only understood because i've now gone to uni and i'm like understanding the language and the discourses around the stuff so I don't know. I'm not saying like, oh, you need to go, you need to understand this shit, but like, it helps. But yeah, Mackay McDermott, amazing stuff that she talked about. I've learned so much. I want to actually um, bring something up of hers. She talked, yeah, she talked about, um, I think her research area was. Um, yes like i said it was about the caribbean and whatnot but on her page like on i'm looking at her instagram now she has some highlights one's called read this my writings and faqs her read this and her writings are basically where you can get a lot of education from that and her posts and now she actually has a podcast out which is incredible you should go listen to it um it's called the makai mcdermott podcast i've learned a lot from that as well and yeah like i think with her as well i think for me because of the fact that she's black and she's british and she's um like she's basically doing her masters in acad and and she's an academic and she's also an influencer i think for me it's like an inspiration because i can see myself being her in the sense of me achieving my goals and going that far into academia and studying about stuff that she's really passionate about and I I I that's me like I want to do my masters and stuff right <laughs> so in stuff that she's interested in so when I like look at her I'm like damn that is what I want to be doing and the fact that she's still earning her shit she's still doing her influencer stuff as well as doing her academic stuff she's still doing her masters as well as being an influencer which is crazy because um the influencer life is hard and the university life is hard as well so she's doing two very hard things at the same time but yeah her academics about like the black femme body um incredible 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 i've learned so much and i think as well i didn't know that much about the caribbean because i am african i think we tend to as well i don't want to speak for everybody but whatever your background is you probably know more about that especially if it's like the black community you probably know more about if you're african african um political discourses then caribbean political discourses and then 
in reverse but because of how i've learned a lot about the caribbean and different issues that have gone over gone o- gone on over there before during and after colonialism and all the effects and whatnot so yeah i definitely check her out makai mcdermott i want to leave everybody's like instagram tags at the uh, in the description of this video video whoa description of this podcast episode so you can go check them out i can't believe i said video i'm not a youtuber i never will be but yeah those are those are the people guys those are the six people i wanted to talk about who have been influential to me six years ago or last week and i think this international women's day has meant the most to me because i have learned the most i think i have about women in this past year than my whole life and that's for many reasons and not just learning about influential women but learning about what women have gone through and what women do in our day-to-day lives and in our society that is so detrimental and so important to how our world runs because without women this world would crumble so go and read about influential women whatever their background is and go and understand what they do and support them and clap for them as in not just clap for them say yes thank you for what you're doing because i think as well talking about women who are biopic and especially for me women who are black seeing women in whether it's academia sport literature music so forth television seeing them in those spaces means that if they're there i can be there obviously there's different things that lets them be there but if they can be there if a black woman can be in a space that i want to be in what's stopping me from being there so definitely this women's day so many women have been an inspiration to me some women have been very personal inspirations to me um yeah guys i hope you really enjoyed your women's day yesterday i hope you've really enjoyed your day today you're listening to this it's the day after international women's day but some of you may still be reading up on international women's day which i love so guys happy international women's day women are superior no actually yes we do a lot we do a lot we give birth and i think that's incredible because giving birth is crazy the only there's only a couple things in this world that don't give birth that where women don't give birth one of them i know is seahorses men give birth but other than that women are on top but yeah i love women thank you to all the women out there who have supported me thank you to all the women that have inspired me thank you to all the women that have inspired my friends my family my people them that have allowed them to go into the spaces they are in because they have seen those women on top and doing their shit and being their own bosses thank you so i think this is where i wrap this up because i've been talking for a long time now as you can tell i love women (laughs) but yeah so guys thank you for listening thank you for getting here you've got here and if you have make sure that you follow the podcast so you know next time i've got an episode out if you're listening on apple Podcasts, leave me a review it really helps also a written one type 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 if you want to hear me talk about something specific go ahead go to my instagram at the vocalist podcast follow it first then dm me what you want to see me talk about i've got some great episodes lined up and when i finish university for the year 
very soon i will be coming out with content every week i'm gonna say that so then i've said it now i have to do it but yeah guys thank you very much like i said have a great day have a great evening have a great rest of the week have a great sleep i hope you stay fruitful and rested have a great experience in life of whatever you may be wanting to do if a woman can do it why can't you if you're a woman if you see somebody doing something crazy and she looks like you why the hell you can't do it i think that's my last parting words but yeah guys (laughs) have a great day and i will see you in the next episode bye